Welcome, MOD Nation. We are cooking it up with top restaurant leaders and industry insiders, learning what should be 86th and what is making the special list. From marketing, staffing, and technology, we are discussing how these restaurateurs are cooking with heat. Hosted by me, Zach Curry. Produced by DevilSat.com. Increase sales, attract new customers, all with real-time reporting direct to your phone. Managing a restaurant is not easy, and we are here to help. DoubleSat.com. Sign up today. This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Do you want fast, reliable web hosting, free domain for one year, a free SSL certificate, and a one-click WordPress install, all with 24-7 support? Then visit bluehost.com slash track slash M-O-D nation today to sign up and save 50% while offer is valid. That is bluehost.com slash track slash M-O-D nation. Hello, MOD Nation. This is one of the episodes that I promised um, that I'd record for everybody. And there's also going to be bonus material that you can download at the end of this episode. I'll give you a link for that. But the topic came from a business owner who I'm not going to share their personal information or their business. Um, but it's really a valuable uh, case that we can learn from because they lost an unemployment battle with the former employee. And while I can't speak for either side, the situation that it came down to was the the business owner was asked, well, where in writing is this policy? If there's a policy that was broken, where was the employee informed of said policy? So that leads us to the topic that I'm going to talk about today, which is an employee handbook. It is so important to have it written down so we're transparent. And when you have a manager on duty and something goes wrong, everybody is knowledgeable about what should be done. But where do you even start? It's a big undertaking. And I want to start with the mission statement. What is your business about? And this will not only help you with your handbook, but this will help you with just how you think about your business. And you can dive a little deeper and start with your service statement. So this is how you want guests to feel and what you want them to experience of the level of execution in your service. And then you want to go into the basics. So what your name is as the owner, your contact information, hours of operation, and pay periods. So very basic overview. And you want to dive right into the expectations of the first 90 days. You know, thinking about this strategically, you can break up your handbook over the course of four to five days. So when somebody is going through the hands-on training before their training shift starts, maybe you allocate 30 minutes to an hour to go through this and maybe some service standards and before they're out on the floor speaking with guests and engaging with other team members going through their hands-on training and shadowing trainer. So first 90 days, what are the expectations? And you can lay out your training plan and expectations. 
Then we go into discrimination and harassment. Now, this may sound simple, but we have a lot of different types. We have the Equal Employment Opportunity. We have Americans with Disability Act. We have religious accommodation. And then we have non-discrimination sexual harassment policy. And you can even go a little bit further. Not only is this employee to employee, but guest to employee and vice versa. So often do you hear about cases where a table is harassing the, the ser- server and a manager doesn't know how to deal with that. And it's unfortunate that we let that kind of pass because the manager doesn't want to upset the owner and there's no real clear practice or standard. And who's the victim in all that? It's, it's those that help us every day. It's our service staff. It's our servers, our bartenders, and even our managers at different times. So it's really best policy to have a policy. And then what happens about a retaliation policy? So if somebody reports something, we want to make sure that they know that they're safe. So see something, say something. And is there a way to provide an anonymous tip? You know, we think about small businesses, you know, we're we're very one-to-one and we don't need all this heavy procedure, but it really does make a difference because it only takes one time for things to go bad. And if we're not prepared for it with this policy of thinking ahead and just sharing best practices, you can really get in trouble with that. Because the next step of that is, well, how do we outline an investigation? You know, do we have cameras on the premise? Do we have, uh, you know, some states you can have cameras and recording, you know, what, what do we have at our disposal to review and how do we start that process to get something investigated so we make sure that everyone feels safe when they're at work because that's really what it's all about then we want to take a look at the relationships between employees people date happens all the time but do they need to inform the do they need to inform the owner do they need to inform the manager is there a form to fill out to make sure that it's on file because heaven forbid the next thing you know you have a relationship between a couple of associates and it's a bad breakup And so now you have two employees and you don't have a procedure. They are retaliating against each other, doing nasty things, and there's no policy for it. So often the best deterrent is a policy. If somebody knows that we've put this in writing and there's a policy and we don't stand for it, then people tend not to challenge those boundaries. But when there's no boundaries established, it's very easy to, to challenge those. And the next thing you want to go into is your employment rules. So these are your one-liner statements. And a lot of these you can break out into subsections and kind of expand upon. But if you have a no cell phone policy while on the floor, you might want to break that down and explain that. Of, well, you can do it when you're smoking um, on your smoke breaks or on your breaks, whatever that may be. But then you need to define, well, how are those breaks allocated for and how are we ensuring that you get those breaks? And that goes into smoke breaks and attendance policies and uniform and personal appearance. And even one further, what happens when the cash register is over or under? Again, so, you know, have that $2 threshold. Maybe that's appropriate for for your business. Maybe you want to do a little bit more, a little bit less. Um, But you just have those one-line rules that they're black and white, yes or no, and then you can break those out into other um, scenarios. 
because you also want to talk about what happens in notice of injury. So it's just a factual statement in different states right now. There's a lot of hepatitis C breaks out, breakouts. And it's unfortunate because if somebody does cut a finger, you know, there's knives in the kitchen, there's glass for bartenders and, and servers often can get hurt. Well, if you cut a finger, what's the policy? Do you, you know, peroxide, wrap it, put a finger cut and make that the policy. So when somebody gets their finger cut, they know immediately where the first aid kit is. And you can go through those steps and just make sure that you're really looking out for everybody, your guests and your employees. And when an injury does occur, how do you document that for workers' compensation? So again, just having those policies and pr procedures in place. Now, an employee handbook is not all doom and gloom. There are uh, you know, benefits. What are the pay periods? How are tips taxed? And what is the tip out policy? How's overtime paid and how is that handled? What about paid time off? And what's the procedure for uh, requested time off? And what is considered job abandonment? No call, no shows. We all deal with them. But again, we just need to have them in writing so individuals can find that. It's readily available and there's no questions when something does happen. So I know this is a lot of information, which is why I'm going to give you a handbook template. So if you go to connect.doublesat.com slash handbook, that is connect.doublesat.com slash handbook, you'll be able to download a template. And food for thought, if you have managers that while on the clock run to the store to get ingredients, do you allow that? And what happens if there's a car accident? Whose insurance covers that? Or is it best practice to not allow managers on duty to go to the store to avoid those occurrences? So it's all those peripheral occasions that we need to think about uh, that we can plan for and have best practices. Thank you, MLD Nation.